0: Welcome to the Perennial Podcast, where we reflect on wisdom from modern life, from ancient philosophy, and spiritual traditions. Each episode is based on timeless principles and practices designed to help you live your highest good. To learn more, visit perennialleader.com. Welcome to another episode of the Perennial Podcast. On today's episode, I chat with my friend Cedric Ashley. To discuss the meaningful life cedric is someone i've found to have a wise perspective on life and the world i really enjoyed the conversation and hope you do as well hey cedric thank you so much for for connecting today
1: thank you i appreciate it I always i always like dialoguing with you you know that
0: oh it's a pleasure i, I feel the exact same I wanted to chat with you about the meaningful life. Like you've started this newsletter that I'm enjoying, and you titled it "The Meaningful Life." So I wanted to see if you could
1: say more of what that means to you. Sure, and it's interesting. I titled it I titled it "The Meaningful Life" rather than "A Meaningful Life" intentionally, uh, but I guess in a reverse way because I, I wanted. To at least drive people to this belief like there there is this thing, there is the meaningful life But at the same time, it's kind of misdescriptive because it's not as though there's just one solitary prescription This is the meaningful life The meaningful life is really the meaningful life for you what well, what does that look like for you so i think that there are maybe similar paths that we can take to get there but ultimately it's so unique because it's really specific to you so it's um it's something about pursuit of that that na- that north star navigational aspirational place of on a daily basis what are you doing how are you living such that you can um, you can find fulfillment, you can find purpose, you can find passion. Uh, so that's um, and it's it's all of these journeys. They, they often say that you know, in terms of uh, pastors or preachers, they're just not preaching to the congregation; they're preaching to themselves. So even with this, you know, the meaningful life, it's 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 self help for me as well to make sure that I'm continually pursuing uh, the life that's meaningful for me. And finding fulfillment on a on a regular basis, it doesn't mean every day is like the happy day and and milk and cookies or or veggies and starch, whatever the menu may be but but you're striving towards that that you've got this north star navigation this g p s that's drawing you continually to the pursuit of that and uh that makes life fulfilling if you were
0: speaking with somebody that was Maybe feeling a lack of, of meaning in their life, or there's somebody listening that it, it has that that sense. Any thoughts on a on a first step of of maybe tapping into a bit more meaning?
1: The the first thing I probably would say is that it's it's a about pursuing the meaningful life and not the happy life because the pursuit of happiness for happiness sake alone is, you know, not likely to get you there, but it's the pursuit of things that are meaningful that will bring you joy and happiness and and, and purpose that uh, is the beginning of that quest for the meaningful life. I would say that it's um, it may not be easy. It it may not be easy in terms of, or it may not be quick in terms of narrowing down what it is, those components of your life that makes it a meaningful life. But, um, But with some reflection, particularly if you're an introvert, and if you're more extroverted with some discussion, potentially, it's beginning to explore the different domains of your life That will help you narrow down what's meaningful for you. And I'll say in this season, what may be meaningful at age 75, I would believe is going to be largely different from what's meaningful at age 25. So I think one thing a person can begin to do is just sort of realize that there are different domains of life. So there's career, depending on one's age. And and I would also say that this is something that is definitely geared towards a person who's, um, you know, of adult age, you know, how, how old, it's hard to say, but it's not for somebody who's a teenager just discovering themselves or having fun as a kid. It's like, just have fun. This is for the person that, you know, and I would even say it's for the person that is reasonably, whether it's through career or military service or through work, um, or education that they're, you know, probably above 25 or so. And beginning to try to figure out what is the what are what, what what's their reason for existing here? Could be earlier, no doubt, but I, I think we're talking about that they're in the workforce already, and, and 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 it is a lot related to workforce because career makes up so much of potential identity and income and health insurance, and you're getting evaluated. People can say you're good, you're a five, you're a three, you're a four. And it has so much of an impact upon our lives that um, that career definitely has a, a, a big part of it. But I, but I think it's really just beginning to take stock of of the things that uh, that interest you, the things that um, your uh, what some of I call BVIPs, your beliefs, your interests, uh, beliefs, values, interests and principles. So some of those things that that are meaningful to the, not meaningful, but th- some of those principles and interests that um, that pop up in your life. Um, it's taking a look at the different domains of your life. You know your your personal domain that sort of just your you time self. Um, if you're if you, you we all have some level of some kind of family. So family, uh, civic engagement, uh, spiritual religious engagement. Obviously, professional engagement, relationships with er- other personal relationships, um, not your own personal solo time, but personal relationships with others, and and beginning to look at all of those things, all those different buckets, or all those different spokes in your 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 the domain of life that um, that begin to inform you, you know, what 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 is going on in those different things of life or different domains of life that are either present, or absent, or meaningful, or not meaningful. Um and, and that begins to help shape what this overall life can look like for you.
0: I want to talk and follow that thread around career here shortly. Mm-hmm. I, I find mm-hmm. it interesting that you've spent the majority of your career in law as a lawyer. Mm -hmm. But you also have a master's in divinity. Mm -hmm. Um, So maybe we can touch on that. But before we get too far, I'm curious, there's a lot of different words or terms that come around this meaningful life, whether it be Mm -hmm. calling, Mm -hmm. purpose, your Mm -hmm. path, Mm-hmm. Do you see all of these as, you know, synonyms of one another, or do you differentiate any of the some of those common terms?
1: I don't. I mean, I don't differentiate that much. I would. I don't differentiate. They may not necessarily be synonyms, uh, because I think mean a uh, uh, having the meaningful life could could involve defining or having a mission you know could involve having a vision could involve declaring what one's purpose is for that season um so i i don't want to get and i don't i, I don't want i don't like to get too caught up on just either differentiating them or seeing them as similar i just say they're all in the same bucket and if they're all helpful to finding out what that that magnetic north is that that draws you To whatever that thing is call it the path call it the way uh call it self-actualization call it various other things but it's just call it an anchor Mm. but it's something that helps create the foundation you know i may use more metaphors and analogies it's the if it's the anchor it's the thing that's going to weather you in rough seas you know, if it's uh, 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 if it's if you're going through swift waters, it's that it's that boat that's going to navigate you through those swift waters of life. So it, it's just it's it's grounding. It's grounding. It, it's grounding. Um, it, it could also be called one's why or one, you know, one's reasons, uh, raison d'etre, you know, and for those semi-French speaking people out there, I have no French knowledge, education, but <laughs> no, enough, enough about that. Um, so it's 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 the Thing that will ground you, and to, and it's the thing that's connected to resilience, you know. So before the storm that batters that comes about, you you need to be grounded in something. Some it it's, it could be your why, uh, why you're living at this time. I mean you're living because you're alive and you're breathing. But but having this gift of life, you know, what what will you do with it? So there. I think they're all closely connected and i think that anyone could take any one of those terms and run with it to to be on the path towards the meaningful life how about
0: the idea of calling mm. sometimes in the in the christian path uh, if you will mm. mm-hmm. it may be talked about as a calling kind of mm-hmm. the mm-hmm. singular mm-hmm. but you were discussing that maybe there's many and it depends mm-hmm. on where you're at along that that path of, of life.
1: Do you see it that way as there could be many callings? I think I think so. And again, I think that I mean I think it's largely individualistic. So a person, I'll use you know a person um it's, it's largely individualistic. I would probably say there's also cultural and I mean, there's always cultural, and national norms that we have to deal with that we don't think influence us, but that, that does influence us. So, you know, how I approach things as a 50 something year old American could be totally different from a person who uh, may be a 70 something or 20 something um, Czech um just because things are different, so I think calling. I think that life is a series. Take for example, um, Bill Gates or um, or Richard. Any of the space race <clears throat> folks: Bill Gates, uh, Richard Branson, or um, Jeff Bezos. You know, you know. So Gates early on, he was tearing it up with Microsoft. He was, you know, the the browser, the operating system, the computer, the the, the uh, uh, office suite products uh, and that that took a significant period of his, his career in his life and now he's more on philanthropic uh, things and, and, and medical research, things of that nature. So that Bill Gates of age 20 or something or so is different from a Bill Gates of whoever whatever he is whatever age he is now. and I think both of those were were callings at that time. Uh, so I think it can vary over time, and I think that it may have different so calling, you know, path, um, may purpose, um, may be interchangeable, but I definitely think they're interchangeable over time.
0: Yeah. You mentioned the idea of a of a GPS an anchor. Mm-hmm. I'm curious, like, how you think about direction versus destination. Sometimes Mm. you think of the meaningful life, it's this, maybe, and it's different for everyone, but I I guess I'm asking Mm. in terms of what might be most helpful for people to think about direction or destination regarding kind of taking steps towards the meaningful life.
1: I think it's, uh, what's interesting, because there's direction there's destination and then there's destiny and on my end I would be um it's 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 self work because if 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 people think of destiny which which you didn't didn't mention but it's, it it clicked into my mind then they may think of this is it, it could be where you're destined to be it could be where your god or the cosmos or the spirits have a line and that's where you're going to be. And no matter what happens, you're going to be there. I, I don't know, but I'm a f- big free will kind of person. And, and it, 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 um, this is, that's an interesting question. Cause I'm thinking, I think you got to pursue free will, even if it's, even if something is destined for you or it's your destiny. um, you got to do some stuff. You got to wake up. You got to do something on a regular basis. And to the extent that, um, and I'm sure you can do things to to turn to to make that not happen. <laughs> um, but I think it's important to for our own self of freedom and our own self of free will and our own sense of our own uh, sense of pursuit of of of. Individual pursuit of individualized things. I think it's important that we we have some level of belief that that this is internal to us, and we have to pursue it in order to, to for it to occur, rather than just that you know you don't have to do anything. This is going to happen one way or the other. So again, that was destiny. Thinking of that, um, I think it's about being drawn. I think it's about trying to find. I, I'll go back to Magnetic North. Like, you're pulled to it. You're drawn to it. And it may take some time to get there. There'll be plenty of stuff you're not certain of. You know you know that you don't want to um, quit your job and go create a New York hot dog stand in Hawaii because you've got New York's best Franks. Like, you know, no, I don't want to do that. So you can, you can kind of figure out, you can push away a lot of what you don't want to pursue. But getting to that narrow place of, okay, where are you called to or what... Uh, what are you destined to or what direction you're going can be more challenging. That's when that's the hard, deeper, harder, deeper work that's involved uh, there. So I, I think it's more of continuing to. Pers- peel back those layers of your life so that you can get greater clarity on what you're being drawn to. Now, everyone is not. <laughs> Um, everyone may not be there Everyone may not be there every, You know, there are plenty of, I, would, I would say the majority of folks May not be at the level of some enlightenment That they're trying to pursue the meaningful life And and sometimes it's understandable Sometimes it's a matter of this job Pays the bills, it pays the mortgage it Pays tuition for the kids It pays for various other things um, I'm competent competent at it, I can do it And and that's what it is. And as long as I believe, as long as you understand why your reason for not pursuing that meaningful, optimal life, um, then then you're okay. It's nobody else's business. So it's like, yeah, I'm, I'm not. Ideally, I'm not doing either the civic stuff or the service stuff or the career stuff or whatever it may be because of X, Y and Z. And I'm and I'm happy and content with that. So I, you know, I I fully buy into the fact that some people may not choose or want to pursue "quote unquote" the meaningful life. But I just I would encourage them to figure out why they are they are not doing that. And I know that's a longer answer from just the whole direction and destined destination um, uh, question. But I, I think you have to discover your destination. I I, I, I think you in and, and direction and the things the steps the tactics the strategies the task the those things would be the direction to get you to where you're going an example would be it's really about discovering the destination and the so if the destination is, is going from i don't know from new york city to california uh, whatever highway can get you straight as possible from New York City to California. Let's just, Interstate 80 West will take you a good portion across the country. The destination is the thing that may not change, getting to California. But the how you get there, Route 80, Interstate 78, Interstate 66, whatever, the how you get there may change. So as we're moving along this journey of life, before we think about, do I have the wrong destination? Think about just, am I on the wrong highway to get to that destination versus just giving up on that destination? Hmm. I'm fascinated
0: by that. I think it's an interesting point of it kind of connects sometimes, as you mentioned, happiness in the very beginning not necessarily mm-hmm. being happiness, but I think for, for some they may connect the two. It's like the meaningful mm-hmm. life is this place other than right now. It's that destination mm-hmm. that may be, you know, a couple decades from now. Um mm-hmm. which I, I wonder if that connects with the idea of of putting happiness, you know, some someplace else. Like that meaningful life. In the challenge of of bringing it, you know, to right now of like Mother Teresa, you know, if you can't feed a thousand, you know, feed one person or it's like, Mm -hmm, you know, mm -hmm. what can that single step? Um, But I'm kind of heavily influenced by Seneca's on the on the shortness of life. This idea of Mm -hmm. focusing on what's in our hand versus fortune's hand but then mm-hmm. again he also kind of puts in there it's like what are you aiming at type of thing mm-hmm. that mm-hmm. balance of of mm-hmm. living right now but also you know looking to the future towards towards that meaningful life how do we find the meaningful life right in, in this moment
1: and and I agree I mean I think it has to be I um and then you have Eckhart Tolle and the power of now, sort of the living in the moment. I, I think it's important to, um, that the meaningful life, right, because the whole destiny, the meaningful life is a series of destinations. I mean, the, the goal is to live, to discover and live out the meaningful life. As you're living life So no this is definitely not about a plan To you know in 30 years Because a lot of half of what we deal with At least in this country America Half of what we deal with is Is the acquisition of either titles Or material wealth or assets or things that Okay I'm, I will achieve this and this Or titles I will become Division vice president And it's really in my mind It's really not about that it's, and, it's, and I will add in and regard to that destination A big caveat for me it's not about the destination it's about the journey like if you're spending time focused on the destination the destination the destination the you know if the destination is is if the destination is california and you're doing the train ride all across country and you're focused on getting there getting there getting there and you fail to take into account all the experiences what you're looking at as you're on the train the different stops in between um if you miss that you 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 miss a significant in my mind you miss the most important part of life so for me it's definitely about the journey and not about the destination because once you get there mm. it, it, it'll be there Here you know <clears throat> um i'm not gonna say it's not relevant but The question becomes, did you pay attention to the things along the way of the journey? Um, So the the meaningful life is not something that, and I I appreciate this because this is a very good point, is not something that is a plan of a future life. It's about having the meaningful life, the most meaningful life that you can on a day-to-day basis so whether and it's looking at different aspects of life. So, you know, you could look at whatever, you know, wh- where whatever it is that you think that you're not content with or you're not happy about. That's just one domain of life. But there are other domains, aspects of your life that you have to pour into and 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 and, and have goals and have a purpose and have objectives uh in those domains of your life to to have meaning at the moment. I mean, one of the greatest things I enjoy that I do, I've been doing it for about a year. now. that's about a year now is doing a meals on wheels program. That is I, and that's, I'm volunteering my time. I'm not being paid for it. Um, and I'm helping out a program, but the, and, and yes, obviously I'm helping people through that program, but the joy that I, I mean, I look, I schedule my, 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 my whole schedule it's based around, you know, that day, making sure that nothing's going on that day for me to be able to, to do it on a on a weekly basis. So that that community service, that that uh, that altruism, that civic civic volunteerism is so significant in my life that it makes up for, you know, some of the some of the not so uh, pleasant Conversations, arguments, emails, discussions, communications I may have to have in my lawyer role in resolving some some cases. So, yeah, it's it's meant to be, uh, I guess, uh, iterative, you know, and I think that it's not as though there's a final step because we can't control all aspects of our life. And it's not like this is all perfect. I mean, so you get to that final step, whatever it is that you think, you know, 30 years or not 30, 10 years it took to do or whatever. And all of a sudden, you know, COVID 2029 comes up. I mean, there's, there's, there's things that we just cannot control, um, things that we may not be able to predict. And we have to have The desire to live the meaningful life in spite of all, or I won't say in spite of, in addition to all those things that are out of our control. Mm -hmm. And I think that that's, uh, sorry to disturb, I think that's an interesting aspect that, yeah, even during the past 20 months, at some level, we have, hopefully, we have all attempted to lead the meaningful life for ourselves in spite of COVID, Mm -hmm. because we just can't. You know, I use this concept of vigilance and uh, vision. That vision is that that the existence that we want for ourselves. It's the vision, the mission, the vision, the purpose, the the meaningful life that we want to have for ourselves. And the, the that's the vision. And the vigilance is existing in a scenario, existing in a world where we're it, that, that that's full of turmoil. So whether it's COVID, the COVID-19 pandemic, whether it's cultural turmoil, whether it's political turmoil, whether it's economic turmoil, whether it's, whether it's which thankfully we haven't had in a while, whether it's um, natural disasters, whether it's the ecology, um, we, we have to be able to do that, that swift water, rapid existence of all those turmoils, but still have that magnetic north that directs us where, we are, where we're trying to go.
0: It seems like often we can tie all all of this to a particular career, you know, vocation, title, which I, I wonder if if it's a bit problematic of tying it to that. In it depends because obviously maybe it is for for some, but I wonder if there's a way that we can craft. A meaningful life, regardless of our particular title. Even though we do spend a significant amount of time, you know, in whatever role that may be. Any,
1: I I, I think think I I think we have to. And a lot of times when when I'm working with folks, I really want them to when they're thinking about career transition or jobs and positions. I really would encourage people to try to align career, vocation, profession with their personal values. Uh, if if they've developed purpose, um, if they develop meaning for so forget about meaningful life, but but meaning in their life. Um, what their current purposes, purpose of existence is, and look at that particular position, title, job through that lens. Because too often we attach who we are to what we do. And that's not the case. I mean, we are far more than being a whatever VP of sales or VP of marketing or chief legal officer or whatever because... The, because those titles, and those positions, as as rock solid as they are, they're they're that's not who we are, and and they can be taken away from us, or we can walk away from them, or they can be what they can be either taken away or we can walk away from those those titles. And I know there's plenty of, um, so I think it's important to identify to create identity, and purpose. Outside of profession and, and, and career and realize that profession and career is just one domain, but a significant one of your life. It's significant, again, because it determines, you know, how much we earn. It potentially determines whether or not we do or do not have health care. It potentially determines where we do or where we where we will live. It's it it determines some level of it, it has some a level of allowing a person to assess what they think about us in terms of either annual or half uh, uh, semi-annual evaluations. Um and then all of that gets cont- potentially connected to how much money goes in your pocket. So it's a very very big um, component of of our lives. But I, you know, I dare say because you're not Tony Robbins and I'm not Oprah, you know somebody'll say, oh, how dare you say this?" But if we go back 13 or so years to 2008 and the, the the economic meltdown and the Great Recession, you know, ask some of those CEOs who had to get booted, you know, whether or not, you know, making $25 million a year, whether or not that was guaranteed. And because a lot of times we associate income and title and position with, 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 with things, power and value and, okay, you're right because you're at the top of the food chain. So, it says that it's not just a matter of, um, it says that even people in, in those highest level places or take any politician who was at the height of their career and all of a sudden, you know, they're gone because of whatever reasons. Or you take any, any a- anything that we see in the public domain that we identify with, oh, success, football coach, this person, that person, um, esteemed leaders of universities, and all of a sudden, you know, This this pops up out of their background and it's now gone. So I do think that it's so important. And I think that this this whole great resignation period that we're in that we're in may be the awakening for people to walk away and say, you know what, this is this is this is not me. This is a a, this is a domain of my life. uh, But I am not I am John Doe or Jane Doe who happens to be a lawyer, who happens to be the chief legal officer. I am not, you know, you know, you know, first words out of my mouth, you know, I'm John Doe, the chief legal officer. So I'm John Doe, you know, and at this point in his career, I'm chief legal officer of of whatever company. But yeah, those things aren't... Um, they, they aren't guaranteed at all. And that's not to, you know, because I think we're just driven in this world, a culture of like, you know, title and success and job, 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 job and career, 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 career. That's not to mean it doesn't matter at all. It does. It does matter. Vocation and who we are and what we do, particularly if it's aligned with our personal values and our, our beliefs and our interests and our principles. If, if like we can really, really rock and roll if if those things are in alignment. Uh, but too often, they're not in alignment with most people professionally.
0: How does learning come into play i would think of yourself sitting in your shoes, your you know a career in law and you decide to embark on a on a graduate degree in divinity. What were you searching for there? What is
1: going on with that? That's a good question. I don't know. Um, I wasn't, I mean, it's not like I was pursuing an MBA, you know, Master Divinity is definitely not connected to um, increasing, um, increasing uh, uh, earning capacity. I mean, that's, you're not going <laughs> to go out and double your income with M- an <laughs> MDF, not traditionally. I mean, there's ways if you you know, there's ways you can, you're not pursuing it for that reason. Uh, but in terms of corporate social responsibility, I mean, there's ways of working it into a, secu- a secular existence. Um, so I just felt the calling of some sort. I felt the nudge. Uh, a, 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 a good, uh, uh, I will not say a good friend, but a, a, a pastor helped explain it. Like a baby, like you don't tell a baby, people think you are because we all love little babies. But in the middle of the night or early in the morning or when you're in another room, you didn't tell the baby to start trying to stand and start trying to put their hand on the crib rail. It just does it. The baby just does it automatically It just does it innately. So it was something that just um, the pursuit of the further knowledge of the, the theological studies was just something that was, was this baby inside of me beginning to, you know, trying to stand and, and, and touch the top rail and explore something different. And I think, And I was, I started theological school in uh, 2004. And I think it's really now coming some, uh, 2004? Yeah, so 14 is 10 years. This is seven, almost, almost, I can't do my math. I think 17 years, yeah. Almost 17 years later from beginning, 13 from graduating in 2008, where it's really beginning to sort of unveil itself as to how that, Uh, degree will be used sort of in a a secular setting because it was never really I'm not ordained I'm not licensed I never thought I was called to do that Um, but in terms of learning not only learning for the purpose of pursuing the education for the degree that learning issue is very interesting because that's where I am these days in anything and in, in anything and in almost any conversation about anything whether it's me asking myself or asking another person, I'm always asking the question now, what did you learn from that? So, and, and not every conversation, some conversations, it doesn't involve that. But if, if we're not learning, whether it's the, anything, grand scale, lockdown of COVID, what do we learn? I mean, what do we learn? We learn one thing that, wow, you know, and it doesn't mean learning means action. Learning just means learning. We learned that, wow, in 2020, people were like going hungry and at the same time, you know, we saw uh, uh, crops being turned over because they weren't used. We saw restaurants failing, but we saw, you know, uh, uh, health uh, hospital workers working double shifts and, I won't say killing themselves, but really, 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 really stressed out. And, you know, what could have happened if the government could have said, look, John Doe restaurant, you know, $15 per meal uh, or $10 per meal, lunch, breakfast, dinner, 400 units to X, Y, and Z hospital or first responders that's nearby. Uh, we're going to take it on the strength that you're not going to cheat. But if you cheat, we're going to indict you. 400 per day. We'll do the math. Um, and we're going to make make this work. So we, we learned that we really, you know, whether it's supply chain or logistics and all kinds of stuff, so we learned that we may not have been as nimble or creative as we could have been, or we may not have had the imagination that we could have had. Um, so anything, um, I'm always looking for the learning lesson in it—mistakes, failures, uh, things I didn't do right. All right, let me not beat myself up, but what can I learn from this particular thing? And and learning is is one of my top five from a strengths finder perspective. Learning is one of my top—I uh, think it's number five—top um, five strengths. So I'm always learning in all different. Aspects And, you know, everyone may not be there, but for me, that's that's critical, learning, <laughs> even when I screw up, even when I <laughs> don't do something. Okay, what did I learn? I learned, you know, not to do it that way again. I think it's an interesting thing, the
0: the idea of virtue is its own reward type of thing. You know, you mm-hmm. pursued that degree, not for any sort of, as, as you elaborated on, no sort of financial benefit Mm -hmm. no real addition to to the resume it was learning for its own sake Mm -hmm. how do you see that if it's somebody that is contemplating something maybe a path that is kind of just for its own sake compared to a path that maybe has some sort of carrot at the end of it
1: you know i i think it's um I think I would ask, and this is not a... I think I would ask, to what end does it serve you? Yeah. I think we're so caught up on uh, standards and beliefs um, that we believe we must pursue because of should have, or society says, or family says, or or my profession says, or whatever says, that we... Um, sometimes we have to let that go. And we just have to figure out, to to what end will this serve the purpose I'm trying to pursue. Mm-hmm. Um, it's, it's, but it's, it's, it's extremely, I'll be the first one to say just this whole concept of the meaningful life, the whole concept of, of seeking, um, of aligning a position or a career with virtues and values, beliefs, interests, and principles, seeing if they're in alignment. It's, um, it's the super minority of people who mm-hmm. will pursue it. um, And I think most people will default to what, you know, how does this connect to job promotion? How does this connect to um, uh, 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 advancement? How does this uh, connect to increasing my salary? And I think the question becomes, you know, to what extent does this serve some purpose in my life? And it could be to what extent will I find joy out of this? I mean, there's so many. I, I use the example, even pursuit, you know, so the person who used to play drums, um, or whatever instrument and, 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 and really like doing it, but they're whatever, they're the doctor, the lawyer, this person, that person, they just can't do it because, you know, playing drums in this seedy little club on the weekend is just not what people expect of me. We'll keep a doctor, not what they expect of the neurosurgeon or whatever it may be. And the question becomes, but what level of joy does that experience bring you? and the question becomes if there's that un that unfinished wow you know we the five of us the five college whatever we used to get together and we were going to try to do the album and this that whatever and i just i think it's about being creative it's okay well you know if you if you, you you're going to go on vacation and you're going to have fun you're going to you, you're going to spend how much ever 500 or or fifty thousand dollars or more on whatever vacation you're going to have. You'll spend a week somewhere. You'll be it'll be great experience. You'll have fun, Um, and whoever it is, family, everybody will enjoy it. Great, that's fine. You'll have you'll have memories from it. You'll have uh, experiences of it. you'll you'll enjoy it. You'll know, fun, you'll look back pictures and everything. Great. But how different is that from you saying you know what? I think me and the fellas or me and the folks are going to get back together and we're going to rent X, Y, and Z Hall. It's going to cost us five grand and we're going to play a three hour set. And if we, you know, we'll make it three grand to rent the place. And if we get 300 people in or 150 people in and charge $20 a head, if we make our money back, that's fine. If we make a little bit more money, that's fine. We'll give it to charity. If we don't make anything well, we're not going to get any money back from vacation. I'm not going to get money back from a vacation either. But but if I get something from that experience, then then why not go for it and experience it? So whether it's, like I say, getting back to the, the band or whether it's pursuing the degree or the certificate program or whatever it is, that other people might say, why are you doing that? You know, Part of it is getting those other people out of your head. It's like, I'm doing it because I, I want to do it and part of it is not even potentially sharing or if the person who's not going to affirm you and say go ahead that's right do it um but i'm i'm a a uh, i'm a i'm an outlier <laughs> so i'm fully supportive of anyone who's ready to to go to the road less traveled um i'm totally down with it it's it just i just think it makes life interesting
0: hmm. i had a conversation on In Search of Wisdom with um, Mm. Oliver Berkman, the author of 4,000 Weeks. It's Mm. Time Management for Mortals. Really, really good Mm -hmm. book. And one of the things that he mentions in there is these hobbies that we have. You know, there's this thing going on in culture where we want to turn it into a side hustle. Mm -hmm. Or this, you know, and, and he's kind of suggesting doing it for its own sake, which is kind mm-hmm. of what you did with this master of divinity. You mm-hmm. paid out of pocket. Mm-hmm. And I, I wonder if that is maybe fruitful ground for people to think about, whether it's learning an instrument, painting, mm-hmm. or mm-hmm. how to how to cook, these things that mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. we we feel you know, there's no money to be made, but it's mm-hmm. it's actually the other way around. It's you know mm-hmm. for its own sake, for some
1: enjoyment. Um, how do you how do you think about that? I, I think a person has to fill out their complete life in in, in the pursuit of those endeavors included uh, are included yeah. as well. So whether it's you know whether it's and, mm-hmm. and, and 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 it's interesting because I think that I'm not s- I'm not going to say we are seeing a shift. In the world. But I do see possibly that we're seeing these differing currents going on in the world. So you've got the great resignation period where everyone's quitting their job and doing whatever they want to do. And then you have something like Masterclass that has all kinds of folks, who are Serena Williams, Ron Howard, uh, all kinds of people to learn something. And and there, and there obviously that's a business model and it's a profit. You pay how much ever per year, subscribe. You can take as many courses as you want. But there's just as many, not having fully looked at the, the website, but I know there's just as many courses there for personal self-development. I should say just as many. It's equally for a person who's just interested in personal self-development as well as a person who's maybe trying to make a professional career or calling out of something. And I think that if we just begin to pay attention to those different little signposts and signals that are out there, uh, those pieces can, can, can lead to that, that, that pursuit, that finding that discovery of, of, of the meaningful life. So, and, and I think it's also important to realize when the pursuit of something is not for personal or professional or, or economic gain. So, you know, the person who, who makes uh, the wonderful? Um, I'll use a New York, New Jersey uh, kind of dish. Uh, the wonderful sloppy Joe—not sloppy Joe that we think of, like a red sauce and meat—but a sloppy Joe, which is a kind of a Jersey, New York sandwich that's like rye bread, uh, corned beef pastrami, Russian dressing, coleslaw, and they're just like the best. And they bring them to the to the events and the and the work meetings and the whatever the various things. But the joy that they get from seeing the satisfaction from a hospitality standpoint, from a person receiving that, may be totally different if they try to do 500 of those a day on a commercial level, just turning over those. Like, they may hate that. And the key is beginning to realize that just because somebody says, oh, this is great, these are delicious, you can make a fortune that person may say, I don't want to make a fortune. My fort- I, am, I am making a fortune. My fortune <laughs> yeah. is the gratitude I'm receiving when people eat it, when, I'm, when I fill people with it. But you know, my day-to-day accounting job is a thing that I'm totally fine with. It provides the resources I need. It sends my kids to college. It pays for so the mortgage. does all those other things. And I'm content. I'm cool with it. I crunch numbers. I like it. But if I didn't do the sloppy joes on the side, I probably wouldn't crunch numbers as well as I do because it's just Mm. part of the overall package of of my life.
0: I absolutely love that. Scale is maybe not always the path, and sometimes trying Mm -hmm. to scale might be the very thing that zaps the the meaning from it by by scaling Mm -hmm. and growing Mm -hmm. and growing and growing. Um, That's such an interesting point. There's another thing I wanted to run by you um mm-hmm. i think emerson wrote something along the lines of this analogy of uh you know a boat on on both ends you kind of run into mm-hmm. the side and there's this kind of one one path where it's it's clear sailing to this infinite infinite sea but then there's the other side of maybe that meaningful life is a bit of the the difficult path that obstacle is the way kind of idea and i know it mm-hmm, depends yeah. but do you have any thoughts between those kind of two ideas for
1: people that might be wondering i think it's the um that kind of is a is. A, I would equate that with me saying the journey like when it's all said and done whatever even if it's like you know i mean even if it's um it's the contu- it's the continuing in my mind the continuing relentless pursuit of the i'll say the meaning filled life that mm. matters sort of the the obstacles um the the setbacks the um the 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 perseverance the the disappointments the successes because at least in my mind it's it's that continued pursuit that self actualization that continued pursuit of purpose at different stages of one's life that is the driver that even if you don't reach every stage i mean if you just think of the joy that you're experiencing in pursuing those different stages versus the person who meanders along with no no compass point you know just just wherever the waters or the winds of life will take them. Uh, I think that's the more meaningful life than, uh, like I said, the pursuit. Whether you get there or not is more meaningful than having no direction uh, whatsoever. That doesn't mean that at some point on a continues in boat analogies. That doesn't mean that at some point on a sunny. Day when the waters are calm and you reached a a calm period, Mm. that doesn't mean that you just won't paddle in circles and just take in the moment. Or that doesn't mean on a larger ship you won't drop anchor and just sit and soak in the sun and and, and say, you know what, not only, you know, we don't want to run the engines, the wind's not blowing, so we may as well just take advantage of this and sit here until the winds pick back up three hours from now or whatever. So that doesn't mean that you, everything is about, every day is about. Um, task, 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 task. You know, plan versus performance, plan versus performance. Evaluating, analyzing. How am I doing? Um, yeah, there's plenty of space for reflection. There's plenty of space for downtime. There's a wonderful book. Um, oh jeez, I can't remember now. But um, to- totally went blank on it. But it, it deals with stress, and it's it's about. And it it looks at a number of athletes who train and it it looks at basically three things stress recovering from stress and then purpose that purpose will drive you to achieve that which would you may not have achieved um without without that purpose and that in order to properly train you've got to train and recover train and recover so there's always a space for oh, let's see if it right in front of me there's always a space for downtime um hmm within within the framework of of pursuing uh like said or being driven or pulled by that magnetic north
0: how about the inner voice as we're navigating Mm. these different paths i'm i'm thinking of you your you said you were kind of felt a calling towards this divinity degree did you have any sort of inner voice saying hey cedric uh, do we really need to spend money on this? Do we really have the time
1: to, you know, pr- pursue this? What's the, the inner voice? And that the inner voice and 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 self doubt is is going to be my current topic uh, for my newsletter, um, or self doubt. And, and one of those aspects will be the inner voice. The um, yeah, the inner voice is always there. I mean, it's always it's 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 always there. It's always there. Um, it's not just well, it's the inner voice, and it's the inner voice that um, will repeat and affirm what other people have said. Why are you doing this? What what is this? you your architect? Why are you why are you why are you taking a course in the county college to learn how to re- restore cars or whatever it may be? Uh, so first, so it'll be the inner voice. Not first, it's the inner voice. But the inner inner voice is also informed by a whole. The inner voice is possibly, and this is not like on a psychological level. The inner voice possibly is a collective of external voices that we've we've kept in the back of our library, uh, mental library over the years. So. Why are you doing this? You're a, a, a you're a whatever a, a analyst with whatever company. You're a financier person. Why are you doing this? Uh, this this blue collar stuff? Um, that's the one thing your parents. Well, you know, your parents They they you're the first out of school, first out of college. Why are you doing this? We we. We led the way to be the blue collar worker so that you could be the office worker that you are. Why are you doing this? Uh, The significant other. What is this? You know, you're doing. We've got to do X, Y and Z Uh, colleagues and friends. So there's plenty of, I think, external voices that help shape our inner voices and then there's our own you know inner voice. yeah why am i is this a midlife crisis thing or is this just another thing i'm pursuing that i'm not going to finish up or why am i always on these tangents so the um, the inner voice um, is is but the inner voice is also sometimes it is a is a protector i mean it's the ego trying to I always say keep us safe but small, Hmm. you know, it's, it's, you know, I mean, even stuff that we do, you and I do professionally, I mean, even what you're doing here with the podcast, I mean, sometimes I'm sure you're saying like, who am I to put this out to the world to think that, you know, the world can benefit from me. I'm not, you know, Tony Robbins. I'm not some great guru. Um, Who am I? And we just have to put it in check and really, you know, we have to, you know, I, I do this o- this almost, uh, this physical thing where I, I touch the top of my head, like I got a string on the top of my head, and I pull whatever thought that is out, and I turn and I look at it, it's like hanging on a string, and I have a conversation with that thought, and I just fling that thought away, because ultimately, um, it's going to hold me back.
0: Hmm. There's a, a quote that I like from... Van Gogh, if it, if it's properly attributed, but it says mm. something along the lines of, if you hear a voice inside you say that you cannot paint, then by all means paint, and that voice will be silenced. Mm. How do you feel in your experience as you kind of embarked on on that path of of getting that degree to stay with that example? Did you feel like it was kind of silenced once you fully made the decision and kind of took a few steps that direction.
1: Yeah. And I think it, and I think it's, uh, I would, uh, not being a painter, but I would, um, I would say, yeah, you're putting several coats of paint over it and slowly, but surely, you know, the, 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 the image that was on the painting before slowly, but surely it's, it's diminishing and there's a new image that's coming forward. Uh, so it's, it's, it's a, it's a, a, um, I was on a, um, I, I did a a, a a program Friday, and it was recorded, pre-recorded, on attorney well-being. I did do it. There was... There's a whole day long program, and many people were on the program, so I was able to see some of the other presentations, and it was interesting. At least two other presentations had the same thoughts that as like, okay, how will I look? You know, on this pre recorded, I'm looking at myself. How will I look? How will I do? How? And we, everyone who's at least the people who I heard that from, we've been on panels together, we've been on programs together, we've done all kinds of stuff. So it's interesting hearing from them the same thoughts that were going through my mind. You know, I guess the the the, the phrase would be, "Am I good enough? Am I sufficient enough?" So yeah. you know, it's um for 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 folks who are listening, it's a continual taming of the voice, um, and there'll be new voices that will come up. But I just think that once you are clearer with peeling back. Uh, to what your magnetic north is, what you believe you're driven towards, what you believe you're pulled by, what you believe is purpose, mission, m- you know, meaning in your life, self actualization—you'll um, you'll eventually get to the point where you can't do anything but keep plodding ahead. Mm. You just you just, and it's difficult to get to that point. Like I said this everything that you we're talking about today. I would say. Is um, and I hate to use the word difficult, but it's not e- it's not easy. It's not mm-hmm. easy to break from the crowd. You know, I'm like I said, I'm happy that more people are are in this period of the Great Resignation and beginning to pursue things that they believe are more meaningful to them. But it's not it's not easy at all to break away and find your own direction. But I think that in breaking away, I mean, I mean, who would who and you know there are some people who think that you know why should we be spending money to uh you know send up these things to the edge of space? Well largely a lot of it is their private money, so that's one reason but to um to say that you're you're going to be bold enough to 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 send uh citizens, commercial folks to the edge of space, even if it's at the, just the very tip uh that's 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 the bold thinking that i um I enjoy. Um mm. and I and I also believe that and, and, and I and I think the interesting thing, this could be, you know, a, a you know a, some other conversation some down the road. Um I, I think there's uh elements of sort of base level security that you're dealing with first. I mean, a person who's, you know, family of four in whatever part of the country who's just make who's just living at the edge of poverty, um I know that they have more concerns than just <sighs> that. The, 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 there's still the need. It's. It's. I, I know the conversation could sound elitist and educated, but in 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 the limited time we have on Earth. And in, in, in the humanity gift that we have, because you know, deer can't make an iPhone, and deer can't plow crops, and a, a rabbit can't paint a, a painting like Van Gogh. Uh, a, a horse can't can't perform music on Broadway. So, as humans, we have this this special gift from divinity that I think we have to really honor and try to live out to its truest capacity. And I think the honoring and the living out in the truth's capacity can take place regardless of whether you're making, you know, twenty five million as the head of of Wells, head of whatever bank. Didn't mean to mention any particular bank. Head of whatever bank, um, or you're making twenty five thousand dollars just working the overnight shift at at whatever place. I mean, it's it's not a a, a money based thing. It's a it's a how do you value and live out that life that that you have? And again, I understand the challenge is going to be different and it's just a matter of meeting bills and, and all those kinds of things. But in that experience, you know, in that experience, it may not be a matter of oh, it's not a matter of, OK, going on the cruise or the vacation to Croatia or wherever. It could just be a matter of how do I provide the best experience for my family, my children for this holiday season? How do we, you know, how do we experience that? Uh, at this period of time? I love that. It's such a such a great point.
0: And our our time has flown by. And I want to ask one more, one more thing, if we sure. if we could to follow that. And I agree, it could sound very privileged, very to, to think about living the meaning, meaningful life. But I I wonder as we've been talking about the meaningful life, you know, you're thinking about this maybe unique path or or calling for you, but I tend to be a big fan of also looking to maybe what some of the wise people in the past have said. I think Mm -hmm. of this quote that I love from Marcus Aurelius, the fruit of this life is good character and mm-hmm. acts for the common good.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: If you look at some of the research around these interviews that they've done with people, you know, kind of in, in the last days of their life yeah. around this kind of final clarity of, you know, what what's really meaningful as they reflect back. It's, it's time with kids. It's time mm-hmm. with mm-hmm. cultivating friendships. These mm-hmm. things that, that don't cost anything you know, mm-hmm, that can mm-hmm. provide such value mm-hmm, to our lives. Mm-hmm. But it's so difficult to come to that realization. Any thoughts on listening to ourself, but also kind of searching for, for the wisdom that might be out there from, uh, you know, research or people from the past?
1: Oh, yeah. No, without doubt. I mean, there is, mean, anyway, right? Because this is not just a sort of a... a I, I think that... I won't say through Osmo, it's through learning, through learning and education. I mean, so whether it's uh um different books on on happy like Victor Victor Frankel's Man's Search for Meaning Um is a is a is a great book that I um that, that I don't know that I found a great foundation for what I, I'm pursuing in um mm-hmm. there's all kinds of studies in over the years and in recent years on what happiness and I'm and I'm not a it's not as I'm a a uh, a naysayer of happiness because there are all kinds of happiness indexes, well-being indexed throughout the throughout the world. So happy. Yeah, so so having happiness in one's life and living a life of well-being is significant. Um, it's just tied for me in a different way to, to meaningfulness. Um, but I think that there are all kinds of resources and readings, emotional intelligence, Ed Steiner uh i, I just haven't liked the book by Ed Steiner, but obviously Daniel goldman and uh Caruso and and and, and uh, Salovey, um as being some of the early writers of uh of the topic of emotional intelligence so all of them all of those writings and reading obviously uh, uh religious uh texts um are are significant a significant foundation for, for many people's lives. So all of those things help provide a foundation for, you know, it's all said and done. Again, it's, it's, it's really about cherishing and honoring the time we have on this earth in a meaningful way. Um, mm-hmm. And whether that's just providing, whether that's the person who likes to was working the, the overnight shift and, at potentially poverty wages, that could just be at that moment in their life, just providing a foundation of a strong, loving household. So those kids can, can then reach that next, next, next level. I mean, there's so many young kids who may have come out of the rust belt or whatever other types of belts, and um, they had a strong, loving household and they, you know, they became great quarterbacks or various folks in the NFL or sports or, or obviously other places as well. And just, General good citizens. So, um, yeah, I think it is well. I think it's very much founded in, in, um, in literature over the years, in recent research, in 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 virtues that uh, that exist over time and transcend time and cultures. I think the thing is. I know this is like a, a weird way of saying it, but whether that's too corny for where we are now, mm. particularly as a country. I won't say globally, because every country is different, but whether or not um is it lost? Um are we is 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 are we at the point of just like this is um instead of the USA it's like the WWF, like we're just let's get ready to rumble. Mm-hmm. And there's nothing but Animus and, and and Everyone's tweeting and, and Trying to become The social media King and queen So um, So yeah There are times When I do Question whether or not Whether or not um, This will just be Lost in the The static and noise of, of other things That are Going on And will continue Going on over the over the years um, but I also realize that this is um, this is um, a, um, these are individual journeys and for many people just in general just life in general either because they don't re- they reject it or they don't buy into it or they don't have time for it or that's you know that's um, that's some soft it's soft touchy uh, touchy feely mm-hmm. stuff that doesn't matter uh, I'm just trying to line my pockets I know that, you know, it may um, may not resonate with everyone, but to the extent that it resonates with some, that's that's all that matters. Hmm. So how about
0: any listeners that are looking to connect with you, maybe subscribe to the newsletter, how can they do that? Where would you point? I
1: uh, sure, you can you can just go to substack.com and just throw in the meaningful life and it should pop up or you can go to cedricashley.substack.com and um the uh it definitely will pop up there and you'll click on subscribe and uh it's always when i'm always talking to folks it's like it's no junk not a lot of fluff it's not like i don't i don't sell your name to you know john doe listserv company (laughs) just some you know i won't say sporadic some regularly spaced content uh to um encourage me more than anything and to encourage other folks to um to stay on on uh the pursuit of the meaningful life and um and have meaning and 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 honestly in the big picture it's about honoring the humanity or honoring, honoring the honoring our lives um because we're a unique species and um we only as we all know it at least as we believe it in this form in this body we only get one shot at it and and we need to make the most of it mm-hmm.
0: Well, I love it, and I'm uh, appreciative of your time, Cedric. This was a lot of fun. I I hope we can do it again in the future, man.
1: I do. Look forward to it. Always enjoy talking to you. All right.
0: Thank you for listening. I hope you found something useful. If you're interested in learning more, every Monday we share a short reflection with three timeless ideas to help you start your week with wisdom. You can subscribe at PerennialLeader.com. Until next time, be wise and be well.